Disclaimer, the views and opinions and content expressed on this podcast is informational only, not a substitute for seeking a medical professional for your medical care and treatment. All right. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is Siobhan Holiday. I am the host of the, the Help Me Holiday podcast, and joining me today is my daughter, Hi, I'm Courtney, and I'll be co-hosting this segment. And along with us today is my other daughter and my mom, my daughter Tara Bethel, and my mom, Dr. Sandra Pollard. Guys, say hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Miss Holiday. <laughs> That's helped me, Holiday. So um, we're here today. We're, we're pretty much having a um, discussion and a roundtable about COVID vaccine and just covid uh, the virus itself and how it's affected us as a family and also um, just talk about some of the experiences that we went through and why it's, why we are advocates on actually taking the vaccine. And over time, you know, what changed my mind, me personally, for wanting to take it, um, aside from me being skeptical for a, a year after it was put in on the market, but after seeing my family members who actually had had uh, contracted COVID, you know, it was a wake up call. So I just wanted to just talk about it a little bit. And mom, can you share with us, uh, you, you know, some of the things that happened to you when you were uh, first exposed to COVID? Well, basically, good afternoon, everyone. Basically, I was exposed to COVID, really, um, by Courtney. Okay. Courtney was working in the healthcare field. Yeah. And she contacted um, in the workplace. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, she came home one Sunday evening cooking dinner, and we spent the whole day together. Hmm. And um, she didn't know she had it. I didn't know she had it, yeah. and what happened was um, she had to get tested on a regular basis at work, and she got tested, and when she got tested, um, she found out she had it, and she had to self-isolate away from me. Well, that was okay, so I had to go get tested. I yeah, got but, t- what, but what was, uh, were you having any symptoms prior to finding out that she had been exposed? What were what was happening to you? Really, at first I was feeling okay, so I went to go get tested, and when I got tested, they said I was positive, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" But I wasn't feeling anything at the time. Okay. And so while Courtney was gone and being self-isolated, it wasn't until a few days later I started feeling like, "Wow, something doesn't feel right." Okay. Like um. I took my temperature. It was going up a little bit, but not that much. But I'm like, okay, I, even though I tested positive. So uh, after she came back from self-isolation, um, she came in one morning, and she always um, uh, told me when she was getting ready to leave for work. And on this particular day, she said, Nana, I'm getting ready to leave for work. I'll see you later. Okay. I said, well, Courtney, something happened early this morning. I, my, my knees went out from under me. My legs went out. And she said, you should have called me. 
And I said, well, I had to struggle to get back up. Yeah. So my biggest symptom was um, having was very weak and I was tired weak and, and tired and I couldn't understand what yeah. was happening. Yeah. And so after that took place, um, Courtney left for work. And the next thing I know, she was back home. She says, my mom told me to get you to the hospital right away. Yeah, because I, I remember speaking to my mom. And her just listening to her saying how she had failed. So, like, I'm like, Ma, that's not, not normal. <laughs> like, you know, people just don't fall and lose balance and just become weak. So, at that point, I knew she was um, definitely struggling with COVID. And, Courtney, um, just, you know, we're going to go back to Mom, but tell us what happened with you when you had the COVID vaccine. Uh, a virus when you were exposed? So we both actually contracted COVID prior to the vaccine being um, created. And so we didn't really have any protection before um, getting exposed. And so when it happened, um, I definitely had a fever. It was maybe yeah. maybe a 101 or a 102 okay. degrees Fahrenheit. So it's pretty high. I do not remember having a cough, but I did have difficulty breathing. Okay. I did. Um, did you I did have, have a headache. I yeah. had a massive headache. That yeah. was actually my first symptom that I remember. Okay. Um, I had the chills. I lost my sense of smell. I lost my sense of taste. Uh, I struggled to eat. And I remember all of that. I, and I remember you said for the longest your head was pounding mm -hmm. it was killing you i think the headache was one of the worst symptoms and it was also one of the first that um happened and then i think i had a few muscle aches for a few days but i didn't experience that for the full 14 and i remember when courtney was actually uh after she had it she when she did leave for self-isolation she was um actually isolated in a hotel room and she told me she had uh, the worst uh, time trying to move around. She was so weak. She couldn't even pull herself out of bed. Do you remember that? Honestly, a lot of that time period was a blur. I remember sleeping a lot. You um, slept a lot. And you told me you was having uh, diarrhea. You, lost, uh, you, know, you just had a lot of symptoms. Mm -hmm. And being so young, like she's still in her 20s. Um, and back then when COVID first hit back in 2020, like those were not, you know, we, we didn't know the gravity mm -hmm. of, uh, what was going to happen to people once they had been exposed. Um, Tara, uh, do you want to, uh, tell us about, um, when you may have come across or been around anybody who may have had COVID? A time when I encountered someone who had COVID was when I was at school in my dorm. Okay. One of my roommates contracted it. Okay. And it was a little confusing to me because she didn't seem to have any symptoms. Okay. So I, we all thought she was okay. So I heard that some people with COVID have awful symptoms and others are asymptomatic. 
So can you help me, Holiday, understand that concept? Yeah, I mean, I can definitely help you because COVID is, you know, it, it, it affects people in different ways. Um, everyone, you know, some people don't get symptoms or they have mild symptoms. Some people, you know, have, you know, it's an extreme. Some people have it really bad. When Nana had it, uh, you know, my mom, uh, like she was sharing with us, she had to actually, um, Courtney had to come home and take her to the hospital. So, Mom, you want to pick up after um, we took you to the hospital? Yes. So or Courtney took you to the hospital. <laughs> going to the, um, well, I didn't, I never lost my smell or my taste. Uh, the hardest thing for me was the fatigue and being tired and also um, breathing. Mm, so yeah. those were my biggest concepts. Um, and I heard other people in the hospital was full of people yeah. at the time I went. Oh, yeah. Because it had just broken out. It was all over the country. Oh, yeah. And um, as a matter of fact, um, at the time, uh, President Trump was in the hospital uh, had just received treatments for the same thing. Mm -hmm. So um, my daughter came in the next day. That would be me. <laughs> Help holiday. <laughs> <laughs> she came in the next day, yes. and uh, she talked with my doctors about the plan uh, they, that they were going to treat me with. Mm -hmm. um, and so, <laughs> you know, people were dying around me. Oh, yes. Uh, that's how bad it was. Yeah. But... I felt like uh, they were, because of Chiffon being there and going over the plans, because I live in Orlando, Florida, mm -hmm. so she drove up to make sure I got the first-class treatment, which I did, and I thank God for her. Yeah, so, I mean, not, no, no, no problem, Mom. I know you do. <laughs> and we thank God for you being here as well. Um, but the, the thing is, at the hospital my mom was at, just luckily for her, she went to a teaching hospital, that, and that particular hospital had so much, from what I was told, they had so many patients when COVID hit in late 2019, by the height of COVID, they had already come up with a type of a cocktail of medications that they were giving their patients, and they already knew what to do. Like when hospitals weren't even putting patients on their bellies to help with uh, breathing, they were doing that because they had so many patients that they treated thousands upon thousands of patients that they had learned what to do and what was the best therapies. So it was just a blessing that she was able to get to that hospital that she went to, and the providers actually knew what they were doing. So, And thank God for her friend, who's a pharmacist, she was like, okay, she's getting that remdesivir, you know. So that was one of the, um, the was, that's a, one of the uh, anti-clonal, monoclonal medications. No, anti antiviral. It's one of the antiviral medications. Anyway, we're going to go over all of the medications um, in our topic um, when we do COVID, our podcast on COVID specifically. But once again, today is just discussing, you know, I wanted to make sure that since my family's here, I wanted them to share, share their experiences with COVID. So how do you all feel about people not being vaccinated? Tara, how do you feel as a college student? Because uh, Tara's in college and she's on campus. How do you feel about that? I trust that 
it is our responsibility to make sure we are healthy for ourselves and others and it's their choice to I mean, decide but, but on do you, but how do that. you feel are you okay do you with, feel safe do you feel safe how do you feel that's a good question so i would have to say i feel safe okay. when i am vaccinated from my personal experience as i have yet knock on wood to contract the virus that's and great. that has to do with the vaccine. Okay. And probably y- you've been using, you know, measures to make sure that you're not, you know, uh, coming in contact and being so close around people who, who have cold and cough and flu-like symptoms. And like you said, you have your vaccination. Um, you, I've seen you wear your mask uh, during the time, th- during the height of COVID. So you were taking all of the, the precautions that, that we needed to take. Uh, Mom, how do you feel about um, vaccinations? Well, I'm all from the vaccinations. As a matter of fact, I still to this day uh, try to protect myself mm-hmm. uh, by still wearing my mask uh, anytime I go out in public. Right. Uh, because as I get older, I realize my immune system may not be the same. So, yes, I have taken uh, what has been required by the U.S. government, and Mm -hmm. I've also taken my two boosters so far. Excellent. And um, whatever is required, that's what I'm doing. Uh, It's not about whether someone else is doing it or not. It's what I have to do for me. Absolutely. Courtney, what do you think? How do you feel? I've always been a huge advocate. Advocate for vaccinations and Mm -hmm. I feel like to continue to build the health and wellness of a community we have to care about each other so whether or not you're asymptomatic or whether or not you are I think that we have a duty to one another to get vaccinated and to try to stop the spread because like my grandma said she can be more immunocompromised than myself but I think that if I have the opportunity to protect her and the rest of the people in my household and anyone else that I may come into contact with, it's something that I should do. Absolutely. And for myself, um, I'm like my, my kids and my mom, you know, it's our, it's, it's our duty as um, human beings and, you know, respecting one another that we want to take care of each other. So as far as I'm concerned, vaccine vaccinations are and have always been a um, way to protect us from these illnesses and diseases out there that could potentially kill us. Um, I grew up getting vaccines, vaccinations in this country. So uh, even though when COVID hit, we were unsure about the vaccine, we were kind of skeptical as a people about the side effects and had it been tested long enough you know, I, me as a healthcare worker, I was having those uh, kind of um, hesitations for being vaccinated. But after seeing my daughter and my mom both actually having the, the going through what they went through after contracting COVID, it was so scary. It was like, my God, yes, I have to do something to protect my myself from contracting this. So. I would tell anybody who's still on the fence about it, for me, um, I think it's just a wise thing to do. Get your vaccination. 
vaccines have been around forever. Uh, I know we were at one point um, kind of uh, hesitant about should we do it or not, but we have to be uh, confident that we have uh, uh, scientists out there, people who are doing research and have studied this thing, and that we have to feel that we know that they know what they're doing. Uh, that's how I feel about it. So, uh, you guys, oh, one, one, one last thing. Just for people who don't believe that there's long-lasting uh, consequences from this uh, COVID uh, variant and just from the virus, I just wanted my, my mom and my daughter to share, you know, since they've had their COVID virus and they've been um, dealing with the, the long-term effects from it, I just wanted them to share with you all what they have they're still struggling with, even a year out from being, uh, you know, contract, contracting COVID. Courtney, what's some of the long-term effects you've had? I had found that I had pneumonia six months post me um, recovering from COVID as well as brain fog. Wow. So I struggled to form coherent thoughts for a while and luckily I was able to recover from that before I started my master's program wow but I definitely struggled with just feeling like just out of it like things just weren't processing and making sense in my brain so okay and what about you well for me it was and it still is today um the fatigueness or the feeling tired even though I try to walk a mile and a half every day just to build my endurance and strength. Okay. I still find that um, there are times when I do feel very fatigued in the legs. And that's been my biggest symptom from day one and still is today. Wow. Wow. So this is a serious, um, <laughs> it's a serious, serious uh, um, complication that you have to deal with once you get or have been exposed to COVID. Like my, my, like my daughter, Tara, I've never contracted COVID. I've never tested positive, and we both are, all of our family members are vaccinated. Um, so I would just, um, you know, say for those who still on the fence, once again, really um, take into account this, you know, hearing testimonies that I'm sure you've heard uh, since this whole pandemic started, uh, that people are and have continued to struggle with some of the, the real side effects that's going on from this, this condition, this virus. Um, Tara, would you like to say, have any last words as we wrap up this uh, discussion today? I would like to say thank you for having me, and I'd love to come back. Oh, that's most definite, definite, <laughs> yes. And Courtney, any last words? I would just like to remind the public that viruses are basically nature's way of promoting population control. So plants can contract viruses, humans can contract viruses, animals, bugs. No one's immune from viruses. So the best way to curb the, the, the mutation, the spread, because a virus can go from one person to another and actually get stronger. So I think the best way to curb this spread, to stop the virus from getting stronger, I think it would be best to promote vaccinations. Absolutely. As much as possible. Absolutely. And uh, once again, uh, I piggyback everything that Courtney has said, you know, and once again, 
This podcast is, you know, once again, just our opinions and our views is no is intended in no way to persuade or uh, have you feel like you have to do what we we uh, advise. But um, we're coming from a good place and we're just trying to educate you. Um, and we thank you for joining us again. And we have we hope this entertained you and we thank you for allowing us to take part in your life. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You want to send any shout-outs to anybody from uh, your school? Shout-out to Dean, the GOAT. Shout-out to mm-hmm. Professor Snyder. Much love. All right. UCF in the house. <laughs> Mom, would you like to uh, say any final words? Uh, yeah, I would like to do a shout-out to my uh, Orlando family, okay. my Majestic Life Church. Absolutely. Uh, with our overseer, Pastor Reba Watkins, okay. and our lead, Pastor Chauncey, and our okay. spiritual advisor, Pastor Michelle DeCall. All right. I love you all. I love Majestic Life. I love Absolutely. my Orlando family. Absolutely. Say amen. Okay. Amen to that. <laughs> If you enjoyed this content, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Help Me Holiday on our social media platforms or email me with questions at helpmeholiday at gmail.com.